Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. Awesome. Let's get into the Word today. We are continuing. This is part three of a new 2023 series called Act Like It's True. Listen, it's only January 15th, right? We've got a new year upon us, and we're, we're, we've got the engine running, and we're revving it up, and we're, we're ready to go forward into what the Father's prepared for us. So we've titled this series, Act Like It's True. We're kind of having a little fun with, uh, with our words here, because obviously God is truth. His word is true. But sometimes we kind of get into this uh, fleshly way of living, or a uh, 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 we let our intellect lead the way. And we've all done it, so don't feel bad if that's how you've been living. We've all done it. But we let our natural reasoning kind of take the forefront in our lives. And boy, that just cannot bring you into your destiny. Now, people can applaud you. You can achieve a number of things in this world with the natural intellect the Father's given you because our intellect is very powerful. It's we're made in the image of God. It's amazing what our brain can do. But I, I want you to know this. It's not even close to what your spirit can do. All right. Now, in Western civilization, we have placed a huge emphasis on the, the intellect. And that began because the word of God was locked away from people for centuries. Okay, they couldn't read it, so they began relying on their intellect. Well, I want to call you back to the Spirit of God and the Word of God. And, and the thing is, with the Spirit of God, as you accomplish what He's called you to do, you'll be refreshed and invigorated, and you'll grow stronger. With the intellect, eventually you just get worn out. Yeah. Okay, act like it's true. So even though God's Word is true, if we get into this mental agreement with the Word, we end up agreeing with it, but we're not really acting on it. But Bible faith is not of your head. It's of your heart. We are called to live by our heart. All right? That's not emotional. I'm not talking about your soul. That's where your emotions are. I'm talking about your spirit. Okay? Living by your spirit. Faith is of the spirit. We need spirit words in our lives to live by faith. Jesus, remember from last week, he said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. This is a book full of spirit words. There is no other book like this, okay? So this should be the primary thing you eat in your life. This should be your primary diet. Not legalistically, but inspirationally, spiritually, resurrectionally, powerfully, overcomingly, walking in victorily. 
Okay, this is our diet, spirit words. We feed on spirit words. We pursue and look for spirit words. We put ourselves in the position of receiving spirit words, and we act on spirit words. So you can tell if you're in a place of mental agreement, you're not really acting on the word, or you'll get frustrated and discouraged with the word. Hello, we've all been there right? It seems like it's not working in your life. Well, that's just because you're relying on your intellect and not your spirit. When, you, when you're moving by your spirit, it always works. Boy, this is good. If Jennifer's right here, she'd be shouting right now. It's true. If you move by your spirit, it always works. Why? Because you're, you're one with God the Father. There have been times in my life I was saying the right things. I was uh, and just, it just, I got frustrated. It just seemed like it wasn't working. Why? Because I was operating from here, not here. See, here is a heavenly peace. Here is divine wisdom. Here is a lot of stuff. <laughs> Here's, here is the word of God, but here is um, in my soul. There's emotions, the way people treated me, the things that didn't work out in my life, uh, my, my, you know, the things I should have done, I didn't do, the things I did do, I shouldn't have done. All this stuff is playing around in your mind, in your soul. And that's not where the power is. The divine power is in your spirit. So you've got to learn to uh, override what's happening in your soul. Override what's happening in your body and let your spirit lead the way. And boy, we're, we're getting right into it. So, I, you know, I've asked the Lord over the years, I've heard some great um, illustrations of spirit, soul, and body. We're talking about acting on the Word of God, acting spirit, living by your spirit, right? Faith is of your spirit, not of your head. It's of your heart, not of your head. So I've asked the Lord over the years, Lord, help me understand uh, how we're made and the difference between spirit, soul, and body. You want to hear something funny? He, he just shared this with me last uh, lasterday. That's what one of our children said when they were little, yesterday. And uh, I had to laugh. God has a great sense of humor, right? And I'll tell you what he said. He said, you're a pot of sauce. <laughs> now, what's a pot of sauce? Well, that speaks to me because I grew up in a family where every Sunday there was a big pot of spaghetti sauce or, or tomato sauce on the stove. And he said, you're a pot of sauce. And we're talking about spirit, soul, and body. All right, and God will speak to you in ways that you understand. And I know this is not a perfect illustration, but it speaks to me, and I think it'll bless you. <laughs> so let me take you back to my childhood. So it was just a tradition. Grew up in an Italian family. And what all the families I knew did is every, well, Saturday, they'd probably start making the sauce, but they'd get this big sauce pot out. I mean, big. You know, it's like you could probably sleep in that thing. Now, it was pretty big, <laughs> and they put that on the stove and then start putting in all the ingredients. Of course, you've got tomatoes, but I want to tell you a key ingredient was olive oil, all right, olive oil, garlic. Come on. <laughs> I would put some praise hands on for olive oil and garlic if you're, if you're feeling me. Come on. Um, so they put all, you know, usually mom, grandma would put these ingredients in there and man, and that aroma from that olive oil and that garlic would just start oozing through the house, you know, and man, you got excited because you knew what was coming, right? Well, how is that like spirit, soul, and body? 
Well, the pot would be your body. The pot was the container that the sauce and olive oil were in, okay? So that pot held all the good stuff, right? But the pot wasn't the good stuff. We never took a bite of that pot, okay? That pot just held it, and that pot enabled the good stuff to cook and simmer and all the flavor to come to the surface, right? Well, in that pot was the tomato sauce, and I didn't want just tomato sauce, okay? The tomato sauce, that's like our soul, okay? <laughs> oh, this is funny. The tomato sauce, that's like our soul, where it's, it's necessary. Your soul's your mind, your will, and your emotions. That tomato sauce was a, an essential uh, substance. Our, our soul are, are the tools God has given us to process things, right? But the olive oil and the garlic... That was the stuff. That was the stuff that brought it all together. The Spirit of God is likened unto oil in the Word of God. And I'm telling you, if you want a kitchen that's fire, you need olive oil. I'm just being real with you. You need some olive oil in your pantry, all right? So if you don't have any, go out today, get yourself some good olive oil, all right? (laughs) But that olive oil, the Spirit of God, when that olive oil... Uh, is added to the, the pot and the sauce, and that garlic, boy, that flavoring, that aroma begins to go through the house, and I'm telling you, that was the stuff. Now, how are we like a pot of sauce? I shared with you last week and the week before, and it's just a good illustration. Well, even though that olive oil was in there, that garlic was in there, if you wouldn't, I mean, you, as you're making it, mom, you know, mom, grandma, they're stirring that regularly. I mean, they're there by the stove. They're doing other things. They come back. They stir it. I mean, it's a, it's a process that really takes hours the way that we used to do it. It took, you know, start the day before, and it'd be ready Sunday afternoon. But stirring was a regular part of that. Well, overnight, you couldn't stir it. It just sat there. So when you got up in the morning, the aroma wasn't as strong. So what did we do? And I shared with you last week, you come get that big wooden spoon or a pot of sauce, and you'd stick that wooden spoon all the way down in the bottom, and you'd stir it round and round. Why? Because you want the olive oil and the garlic and all the seasonings and all the spices, everything that, that mom or grandma put in there, you want it to rise to the surface. That's what we're doing in this Bible study. We're, we're stirring the pot. We're, we're, we're reminding ourselves with our mouth and we're hearing with our ears the reality of what Christ has done for us. We're filling our pot with spirit words, all right? I thought that was fun. (laughs) God is good. He'll speak to you in ways you can understand. All right, now, even though the Bible is the Word of God, even though one word from God can change a nation, listen, we will not personally, we will not consistently That's a big word. There are times in our lives where we can experience God, but I I don't want to just experience God every now and then. I, I praise God for the significant moments I've had with Him, but I need to experience Him every day in my daily life, moment to moment. Are you with me, Highway Church? Come on. Listen, I want to encourage you to participate 
encourage one another. Even if it's just you by yourself in your home or apartment, man, like the, like the video you're watching, share it, subscribe if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, create a profile on our live platform and interact, you know, like put an amen on there. Put up some praise hands. Put some fire on there. Interact. Share it with a friend. Listen, we're, we have a church going right now. We are a church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're interacting one another through the medium of the Internet. All right? It's just like the book of Acts. They, were, they met in homes, and they interacted with one another through the medium of parchment paper. You say, well, we should go back to parchment paper. No, we're using the Internet. All right? That's our medium today. We're using the Internet, and it's powerful. I, what I'm saying is going around the world as I speak. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? And you're going to see this more and more in these last days. Why? Because the Father wants to reach more people than have ever been reached before, and there is currently no vehicle like it, like the Internet. So don't get religious. Don't get legalistic. This is the vehicle we're using to spread the gospel to, to the entire world. All right? This is the vehicle we're using to sow the reality of Christ into your life. And it's a wonderful thing. Hallelujah. Okay? So, um, what was I saying? Uh, let's see. We're talking about uh, the Spirit of God. Uh, oh, yes. Um, consistently experiencing the Word of God. Okay? We need to experience this on Tuesday at 8.03 a.m. We need to experience this at Thursday at 6.22 p.m. Each minute we need the Holy Spirit, okay? So if I'm going to consistently experience the Word of God, I need to act on the Word of God consistently. But I'm not going to act on the Word of God consistently until I'm convinced that it's true. Right? We talked about this last week, and it's okay. I, I feel we need to, 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 to drive it home a little more. All right? We're not going to act on the Word until we're convinced that it's true. We're not going to be convinced. I'm not talking about mentally agreeing. I'm talking about heart faith. Heart faith will always move you. Mental agreement will not. Mental agreement will fool you into thinking you believe something, but you don't believe it. Mental agreement is not believing it, all right? Heart faith is knowing it so. I'm trying to help you here, and, and I've, we've all done it. I've had so many conversations over the last 30 years or so, and I, and I knew a person was just mentally agreeing with the Word. You give them any scripture, like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that, but there wasn't a heart reality there. It wasn't in here, it was here, and as a result, they weren't experiencing it. I'm trying to help you. This will save your life if you can grab a hold of what I'm sharing with you. Hallelujah, okay? So this heart faith, you, in order to become convinced of it, I need to hear fresh, hot Jesus regularly. Not once, not twice, but daily. This is what discipleship is. Choosing to hear, put myself in the position 
of hearing fresh, hot Jesus every day. I love Sundays, but listen, you know, that's just one day. I need to hear fresh revelation from the Father every day. Why? So that I can become convinced of the reality of him in my life. So I need to hear it regularly, right? So that's action one. I need to choose to put myself in the position of hearing the word of God regularly. Now, obviously, that should be coming from your church, right? We, 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 we broadcast the Word of God to you Sundays. Uh, we, we endeavor to have Bible studies as often as we can on Wednesday nights. We send out emails as regularly as we can, and there's fresh hot Jesus in every one of them, but we can't be with you every day. No church can, all right? You need to put yourself in the hearing of that. In the age we're living in, you can hear these messages over and over and over again and most people have a smartphone, and you can go to your smartphone. Listen, go to highwaychurch.us. That's our website. Click on media in the menu at the top and choose podcasts, choose video Bible studies, uh, whatever way you choose to do it. I like both, but I'll tell you, I like podcasts, I think, more because it's all audio, no picture. And there's something about that that just forces you to turn these up, you know, and close these <laughs> or not rely on these. You know, we, we don't, we don't, faith doesn't come. Okay, is it, we have a Wi-Fi issue? Okay. All right, I think we're back with you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh, please uh, pardon us. And, uh, you know, would you join your faith with mine? We need some some new MacBooks. We need some equipment. Uh, we're having some issues where things are cutting out, and uh, we don't need that. This content is vital, and it's important. It's got to get to you. Um, so would you just join your faith with mine? We're, and we thank you, Father, for all the equipment that we need, um, for fresh gear, uh, for reliable uh, streams, and uh, for, for helping us to pull it all together. Lord God, that, that every stream would be as reliable as we can make it, Father. We thank you for that by your Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to continue, guys. Uh, again, focus on the content. And uh, as I'm praying for you during the week, uh, and because of my own experience with Christ, uh, I could talk all day about what he's done in my life over the last 30 years. But had it not been for him, I would have never made it to 21 but because of his word in my life and his grace and me choosing to make his word, his, his spirit words, the priority of my life, I'm here. And I've been able to, to overcome and rise above the challenges the enemy's brought against me. And I know how important just hearing the word of God is. And I know there's no natural fireworks or lighting or, or, or some natural, you know, sensations. But I'm telling you what's happening in the spirit is very powerful right now. Train yourself to hear with spiritual ears, okay? So we were talking about going to our website, clicking on the media, uh, watching the Bible studies, listening 
to the uh, podcast. And listen, emails, man, read those emails. There's fresh, hot Jesus in those emails. Grab a hold of the scriptures. Grab a hold of the revelation of Christ, all right? That's how we become convinced. So step one, I, I make hearing spirit words a priority. Not legalistically, but relationship-wise. I realize I need to eat. I realize I'm a pot of sauce, and I need the olive oil and garlic of God in my life, right? And then step two, as I'm hearing it, I'm agreeing with it. I'm embracing it. I'm receiving it not only into my mind, but I'm keeping it in my mind until it oozes down into my spirit. And then I speak. Speak it. That's why amen is such a powerful word. It means so be it in my life. And I, I know some of these are known as Christianese, but don't let that stop you from saying that amen is a powerful declaration. That's saying I agree with it, I receive it, so be it in my life. Hallelujah. As I understand it from the Hebrew, it was a word almost like you can't define it. It's like the highest praise for God. Hallelujah is a powerful word. So learn the spiritual reality of these words and begin to say them and agree with them. So you speak it regularly, you hear hear it regularly, you speak it regularly, and you believe it regularly. This is how you become convinced of it. This is how you experience the resurrection life of Christ consistently in our lives, okay? Hallelujah. Boy, I've got some scriptures for you, and I'm so excited about it. All right, let me just uh, see what we're, we're going to do, how we're going to go about this here. Um, we're just working with the flow and, and the issues, technical issues as well. Um, I want to make sure this gets to you. Okay, let me say this to you. God has already provided for you, already done. Don't need to ask him. All right, he's already provided for you more than you could ask or imagine. Everything you could ever need or want and infinitely more. I'm not being uh, exaggerating here. I'm not being extreme. I'm giving you the gospel. God has already provided for you more than you can. We've got more MacBooks than we could ever need, okay? He's already provided for you everything you could ever need or want and infinitely more. Now, where, are, where is his provision in our lives? Or what, what is the part of us, the pot, the sauce, or the olive oil, what is the part of us that enables us to access, appropriate, and bring into our lives his provision? It's not our physical body. It's not our soul our mind and our emotions, it's our spirit, all right? It is our spirit that enables us to bring heavenly provision into our lives, okay? That's, we do it from our spirit, all right? Now, getting into this flow of walking in the spirit is essential. What is that flow? Hearing it. Speaking it, believing it. Speaking it again, hearing it again, believing it again, hearing it again, 
speaking it again, believing it again, speaking it again, hearing it again, believing it again, hearing it again, speaking it again, believing it again. It's how we live. This is the flow that causes the spiritual realities of God's provision in our lives to rise to the surface, all right? Now, let's go to John chapter 4. Oh, boy, I hope we have time. We can do this. We can do this. John chapter 4. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to understand, and I, 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 we just sometimes I want to I wanna go faster than we should go, all right? And I, I, part of being a pastor is being sensitive to the timing of where people are at. So I'm going to pause here a moment. I want to illustrate to you what this spiritual flow looks like in real life. All right? Give you an example in my life just last night. All right, I'm having time with the Lord. I had some wonderful time with the Lord earlier in the day, maybe before noon. I had some time with the Lord in the middle of the day, and then he impressed upon me to spend time with him last night around 10 o'clock or so, p.m., okay? And what he was exhorting me to do was just to worship him. So I, I got alone by myself, and I just began to sing praises unto him. And I wasn't trying to create a song. Right? I was just opening my mouth and singing. Didn't even know what was going to come out other than I knew the content was going to be praise. And I just began to say, Lord, you're so good. Lord, I bless you. I thank you, Father, for your faithfulness in our lives. And I sing your praises, Lord. I shout unto you, O God. I magnify your name. I give you all the praise, O Lord. I worship you, my God. I give you praise. Hallelujah. Lord, you're worthy. And I'm just walking around the room worshiping him, declaring out loud how good he is, declaring that his will is done in our lives just as it is in heaven. Heaven, and that's what's coming out of my mouth. Now, that might look just silly to the natural mind. That would look silly to an unrenewed mind. Here's a grown man walking around in his house singing and shouting Bible words. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense. But the spirit man knows that's where the power is. The spirit man will do these things, all right? The spirit man will speak spirit words, will not rely on the words of the intellect and of this natural word. And I'm telling you, that's what it looks like. I just, here's me just walking around. Sometimes I got down on my knees. And I just worship the Lord in his presence. I don't know if you can still see me on camera, but that's all right. I'll go to, can you see me? Hello. Right? And I just lift up my hands. There's no one in the room. I wasn't on camera. I'm just showing you what this looks like. This is real life, guys. I'm worshiping God. I'm, I'm, I'm telling my soul and my body to get under the leadership of my spirit, and I'm lifting up Jesus Christ in my life. This is what it looks like, guys, in real life. And I'm telling you, I don't know how long I was there doing that, but I just did it until I felt like a release in my spirit. Wasn't by the clock. I didn't say I'm going to do this for five minutes. I just did it until my spirit gave me a peace and a release. And then I got that release, and I got up, and I went back on with my evening. All right? Learn to, learn to uh, let your, spirit, your, your prayer time be led by your spirit, not the clock. In fact, learn to let your life be led by the spirit, not the clock. I know we have commitments, and I know there's a calendar. I'm thankful for a calendar. But don't let the date on the calendar de determine how, how, how 
passionate you are, how confident you are, how joyful you are, how full of expectation you are, how expectant you are, how peaceful you are. Because God is greater than the calendar. God is greater than, than your, your smartphone. God is greater than the timekeeping tools of man. He's divine. He's a spirit. He has no beginning. Time is not an issue with him. He can transcend your every moment. He can transcend the mistakes that you've made in your past that may seem insurmountable. That don't, don't, you, don't you ever think that, I'm, that there, there's no hope for me and that what's happened to me before is going to happen again. No, you're a, this is a new day. This is a new day in your life. And let the Spirit of God lead you today. Not the calendar. January 15th, what does that mean? Nothing, really. It's whatever time it is in your time zone. What does that mean? Nothing, really. Let the Spirit of God govern you. Hallelujah. So when you get alone with Him, turn your phone off. Don't look at any clocks. This will frustrate your flesh. You're like, oh, I got to be so... Your spirit, you know, boy, this is so good. We're just letting the Holy Spirit minister to us right now. You know, there's a, a feature on our smartphones called location services. And you could choose to have your family all have their locations on. So you can find where everybody's at. And that gets us a safety feature. But you know, the best way to walk in the protection of the Lord is not through a phone's location services. It's by listening to the Spirit of God. Parents, if you will learn to walk in the Spirit, you don't have to, you don't have to see where your children are at. You don't have to know where they're at. You can know by the Spirit of God. You can send the life of God directly to them simply by, by operating with your Spirit. And I know, I know it's fun tracking stuff on our phone with all the apps and looking at the percentages and the, how many steps we took. And I get all that, but there's, there's a better way to live. When you're exercising, do it by the Spirit of God. What? Yeah. I know, you know, you can set an alarm to get up in the morning, but have you ever let the Spirit of God wake you up? You won't be late. I'll tell you that. Cultivate this sensitivity. I know it's, I think it's maybe a little more challenging today because there's so much technology crying for your attention, but don't live by technology. Don't do it. Don't rely on technology. I know we're, we're using the internet. I know we're using technology because it's a medium that's, that we believe the Lord has directed us to focus on and develop, and we're going to do that. But in your personal life, on a day-to-day -day basis, in your relationship with the Lord, you've got to walk in the Spirit and let Him lead you in, your, uh, in the food that you eat, not Google, Listen, have you ever, I'm sure you've Googled, but you know, you can Google something and I don't know how many thousands of responses you get. You try looking at 10 of those and boy, a lot of them are different, aren't they? Why? Well, that's just the opinion of man. 
No matter, listen, no matter how much experience a person has in a field, no matter what level they've achieved, it's still an opinion. Why? Because there's only one who created all this, and his name is Jesus. So why not go to the source of creation to learn what to do instead of the opinions of limited man? See, when we exalt God the Father and put him in his right place, we'll begin going to him for the answers of our life. If you're not going directly to him for the answers of your life, you're cheating yourself. You're missing out on a whole new world of divine wisdom and leadership. How are we doing? Are we all right? Boy, this is good. Didn't plan on any of this. I'm just letting you know the Spirit of God is leading us right now. He's stirring in me. And boy, I pray that a Spirit-led leadership would just begin to rise in the body of Christ. And not, not you know, I, I understand the pre-planning and, the, and this, you know, mapping things out and, and trying to, you know, create an order of service. I get all that. But I'm telling you, there's a fresh thing happening. And it's a getting back to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And this will frustrate your flesh because man has taken a lot of time to cultivate their intellect. And when the spirit starts leading, the intellect fights it, the flesh fights it. Learn to walk in the spirit. It might seem like you're not getting as much done, but I'm telling you when you cross that finish line, you will have accomplished more than you ever could have accomplished in any other way. Hallelujah. Oh, this is so good. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. The next place we're going in this series is John chapter 4. And I was hoping to go there today, but I don't think we're going to have time to do it. Hallelujah. I want to emphasize again to you, learn to walk in this Spirit. Listen, when Jesus said to Peter, Peter was in the boat. Actually, all the disciples were on the ship. There was a storm surrounding them. Jesus, who was walking in the Spirit, was walking on the water. That is insane, naturally speaking. That cannot be done, naturally speaking. Why did Jesus do it? Because he acted on spirit words, not the wisdom of men. If he would have Googled, can I walk on this water to get, what would Google have said? Right? It was shown him some videos of people drowning. Right? Yeah. He didn't Google it. He talked to his father. Oh, Jesus. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Hallelujah. The internet is not your resource. The Word of God and the Spirit of God are. Take advantage of them. Hallelujah. And what did Peter saw him? He's the only one. They could have all responded the way Peter did. He said, Lord, if it's you, come. If it's Lord, bid me, tell me to come. What did Jesus say? One word, come. But it was a spirit word. And what did Peter do? He acted all, act like it's true. In the face where that just uh, of 
contrary circumstances. He defied the logic of man. And he acted on the spirit words of Jesus. And he was the only one. They all could have done it. but Just one did it. One out of 12. What's the percentage on that? How many are acting on the Word of God in the body of Christ? How many are, are listening to God and researching on the Internet and mixing the two together? Come on. He acted on one word from, and that one spirit word from Jesus enabled this man, this human being, Peter, to walk on stormy, windy water. Hallelujah. It's time to walk on water, isn't it? It's time to overcome the challenges that are facing you by acting on the spirit words of Christ to you. Father, we thank you so much for your spirit words that you've given to us through your Son. And we worship you. Help us to choose you above the wisdom and resources of man to get away with you, to hear from you, to pursue you until we know that we have that peace of Christ, that release inside by your Spirit to take the next step in your plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. This was rich today, Highway family. This is special. So we're going to continue. Hallelujah. We're going to get to John. We have to get to John 4. We have to get to Isaiah 12. I am not doing this based on my agenda. Uh, I'm not, I, I, I've surrendered to him and I'm endeavoring to follow him in ways I, that just are in dimensions I haven't done before and in new depths, every, every day, new depths of walking with him. And I want you to come with me. But it does take a willingness to change. It takes a willingness to rely on your spirit more than, than your, your intellect or your emotions or the way you physically feel. Every day, we rely on the Word of God more and the Spirit of God more. Hallelujah. We've been saying something, and we need to continue saying it. We're going to worship the Lord with our money right now. This is my wallet. I've got my... my plastic in here, which is symbolic of my uh, finances, right? Uh, I've got my debit card, credit card, all that stuff, rewards cards all in here. I do digital transactions. I oftentimes don't even use these, but it's symbolic of my money. And, uh, and uh, that what we've been saying regularly is that the Lord is our shepherd. We shall not lack. You know, some translations translate that want. That's not talking about uh, something I want. It's saying you will not need to desire. You will not need because you will not lack. In other words, your desires will be fulfilled. Your needs will be met abundantly. You will not lack is, uh, is I think, the best translation of that. Or you will not be in want or be lacking. All right? We said we're, we're, we'll never lack. We're always in the black. All right, and I want to read to you Psalm uh, 37, verses 19 and 29 in the Passion Translation. Are you ready? It says, even in a time of disaster, he will watch over them, and they will always have more than enough, no matter what happens. Who? God's people. 
God's children. Verse 29, the faithful lovers of God will inherit the earth and enjoy every promise of God's care. Dwelling in peace, untroubled, undisturbed, well-being forever. Well-being, wholeness, prosperity is yours 24-7 because of Jesus. These are spirit words. We give you spirit words here. Hallelujah. Let's worship the Lord. The information is on your screen. We invite you to sow into this ministry. We invite you to connect in every way, to worship the Lord with your money, to bring unto him 10% of your revenue and sow into this ministry. Offerings on top of that. Worship him with it. And do it unto the Lord. Do it joyfully. Do it with expectation. Do it in faith. Father, we come before you with our money, and we worship you, Lord, and bless you. And Father, we thank you for loving us with a perfect love. We thank you, Lord God, that we always have more than enough, that every day we enjoy every promise of your care, that we live in your provision, in your well-being, in your prosperity and wholeness every day of our lives. Receive our tithe this morning. Receive our offerings this morning. Be glorified with them. And we thank you for an exponential return on every seed that is sown. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you, Highway family. We love you, Highway Church. We're going to see you Wednesday night, right? 1900 hours Eastern Standard Time. That's 7 p.m., all right, for the, the Bread of Life diet. We bless you. We bless your families. In Jesus' name, we'll see you on Wednesday. We love you. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.